Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Equally Responsible Opinion Show. What's up? Also known as Two Brothers on a Couch, as my usual partner in crime, Victor Greenwood, would say. SIU on a couch. <laughs> but now it's Saluki's on a couch. Saluki's on a couch. To my right is Nick Gresham, Fresh Gresh. What's going on? My second appearance on this podcast. Oh, people were clamoring for you after the first, man. People were looking for you. Chicago people... Uh, get rid of the gun. Stop killing niggas. Hey, that is that is sound advice. Uh, scam, coming up, guys, on this do episode, some s- scam people. <laughs> Stop scam people. Uh, coming up on this episode, we got a lot to get to. We got a lot that's going around the NBA. Robert Sarer, Sar- Suns owner, uh, the Lakers, and another close one against the Thunder. Uh, and how much should you be paying for milk in a month? We'll get to all that, but first, we got to start with the league that just is always providing it's the huge cash cow of the sports world it is the national football league and this week the no fun league no fun league not for long whatever you want to call it we not had for a long lot, we had a lot of stories but i don't think there's one greater nick hmm? than aaron Rodgers. Yeah. so first before, before I, I, i'll let you talk on no, this before before we get to his immunization quote unquote before we get to his back status you sent me a text a couple weeks ago as someone oh who's my a God. native Chicagoan, you are upset because Aaron let, let Rogers, me let me take a sip of my drink so I can get into a rant. Okay, here we go. Aaron Rodgers said, "I still own you, not just to the Bears, not just during that game, but he said it to the whole city of Chicago." So go ahead and defend your city. All right, look, I agree with Olin Krutz, the former center for the Bears, that said he wanted to punch Aaron Rodgers in the face. You cannot. In Chicago, we got all this violence happening. How the hell did we as a city let him get out of Chicago and say that and somebody not shoot him in the face? You cannot do that. This motherfucker playing for the... We've been owned by the Packers since what? I've been born. That's been 30 years. Yeah. Right? We've had Brett Favre. We've had Aaron Rodgers coming here and just destroy us. I think Aaron Rodgers is 22-5 against the Bears. Ah, that's a good record. Come on, man. Look. You gotta have a little pride. You gotta punch him in the mouth. He did that on a on a study camera in front of everybody, yelling at an old woman. Well, he it's was so he said, disrespectful. I, saw, he said I don't give a flip. Look, you cannot allow that to happen, bro. That's true. Nice at home. Field. Yeah, nice Soldier Field. We're soft. I hate the Bears. Look, I, I'm I've moved to LA and I want to adopt a new team because this is ridiculous, bro. You cannot have your rival talking about we own you and walk out there and with a victory. At twenty-two or five, we were in that game. I don't even know who to blame. I blame management. Matt Nagy. Let's just do it. Let's just blame him. Matt, Matt Nagy is not a good coach. He's an adequate coach, but we, as Bears fans, you, you gotta, we gotta. It's too, it's gotta be some offensive coordinators out here that can do a better job, man. Like we've seen him ruin Trubisky. And I think a lot of Bears fans are worrying about him ruining Fields, and Fields is young, so I give him that, but. At one point, I think Bears fans are just like, at one point, do we put everything together where the defense is good and the offense is good? I think at the same point, we need to look at, it's not just Matt Nagy, it's Ryan I'm Pace. sick of this shit, man. It's I'm sick of this. Ryan, it's Ryan Pace, too. Like, you Who was the GM before that? I, Jerry Angelo? Yeah, that's your team. That's your squad. Bro, you I remember... both of them. I remember working for the Bears, and we had... We were started out... Only the Bears, man. We started out 7-1 and one when I was working there. We went to San Fran and got blew out, and the team just fell as shit, and Lovey Smith got fired. Oh. It's embarrassing, man. I, I, it, it's tough to take this as a football fan of a team 
when you're you know you love your city and they just continuously just do stupid shit and it's it's hurtful man like i don't know what to do <laughs> uh, that's tough uh but no let's get to the Aaron Rodgers with the news he had over the week. So fuck the and, Bears. <laughs> damn. Okay. Aaron Rodgers is not going to play this Sunday against the Kansas City Chiefs. Fuck Aaron Rodgers. I mean, there has been a lot of perception change of Aaron Rodgers after he has been on a ten-day, you know, leave safety protocols, and when that came out, everyone knows like, oh, wait a minute, he's unvaccinated because the NFL like deems you as a risk, a safety risk that you have to be away from the team for 10 days, whereas most players just have to make sure they have two back-to-back negative COVID tests within 24 hours. That's, this is not the same. So when Aaron Rodgers came out and said, I've been immunized when he was asked, meaning that like I'm immune to the COVID disease, you know, a little tongue-in-cheek, being a little smart-ass, but then he never said, oh, I've actually been vaccinated. And no one in the room when he said this asked him a follow-up question. So, Nick, what are your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers being unvaxxed? Um, I truthfully do not really care if he's vaccinated or not vaccinated. I mean, that's it's become political. It's become like you need to know. I, I don't really care if players are not vaccinated. I don't care if friends, family are not vaccinated or not. Like, you got to live your own life. So, for me, it's not a big deal at all. Um, I mean... If he plays, he plays. If he doesn't, he doesn't. But if he doesn't want to get the vaccine, I mean, you move on in life. So, for me, I don't, I don't. That's why I said I'm, I'm gonna lean on you for this conversation because for me, it's, it's not really a talking point. It's that's something I don't really want to discuss if somebody wants to get a shot or not. So, well, see, my thing is like I think it goes beyond like not wanting to get a shot. I think with players like this, you know, Kyrie, of course, is the equivalent to it. Andrew Wiggins, he got the shot. He was gonna hold out about it. What is your end game? Like, what's the one thing that you're really fighting for where you're saying, like, I'm not going to get vaccinated? But I, why do you care? Well, I think the big, because now you're missing a game. No, but why, you're not a Packers fan. So that why is, do that you doesn't matter. Okay, okay, like, if we're going to take it from a sports aspect of it, it's like, hey, I think Aaron Rodgers is a top two, top three quarterback. As a football fan, I want to see him play. So him, like, not getting vaccinated, and I go back to Kirk Cousins, where Kirk Cousins is like, I'll do anything for my team, but you're not vaccinated. So if you have to sit out 10 games or 10 days, excuse me, you're not doing anything for your team if it requires you not getting vaccination. That's number one. Number two, I think it's a public like safety crisis. Like that's my biggest thing. I don't understand what's the pandemic that I was watching when I was stuck in quarantine with the rest of the world and people were dying and not being able to go to a morgue and they were in ice trucks and people couldn't say bye to loved ones and we we're all stuck inside. Like, does that not resonate with you? I think my uh, biggest thing is athletes are so outspoken when it comes to things that they want to talk about, which is totally fine. That's their right. But when someone presses them and says like, okay, Kyrie, okay, Aaron Rodgers, you're not vaccinated. Why? Like, tell me why. Like, why, like, like what is it about it? And if I'm Kyrie and you're like, well, I don't like the New York City mandate, Okay, then, like, what don't you like about it? Do you not like the fact that it's government? Or how about this? Like, if you don't like what we're doing with COVID in New York, California, Wisconsin, wherever, like, let's get, like, go to a hospital. Go talk to someone who works in an ER. Go talk to someone who works in the ICU. Like, go see that and then ask yourself, is this not a public safety crisis where we need everyone to be vaccinated? And if everyone's vaccinated, yeah, you can still get COVID. But hopefully that vaccine is strong enough 
where you can't, one, get affected from it, where it hurts long-term for you, the individual, and two, you can't pass it on. But since Kyrie, oh, respect my privacy, oh, I'm going to give you my answers over Instagram Live, oh, Aaron Rodgers, oh, I'm immunized eyes, oh, I'm not going to like have a follow-up question asked. Like, you're not giving us a valid response of why you, as an individual, not a football player, I would ask the same thing if I had a friend who wasn't vaccinated. Like, I would ask them just why. Like, what is it about the vaccination where you just say, like, eh, and the vaccine, I don't want it. So can I ask you something? Absolutely. I don't want it to sound like I'm defending people who don't want to get vaccinated. It's more like I, I really am not. I don't really care if you're not or not. If you are, if you're not. So I guess I'm asking you is, is this, you're asking them to speak on why, but why do you care if they aren't or if they are? Because it's a public. I just went through so, it. So, so your thing is all about public safety, yes, public public safety and. It, but my thing is, like, so you feel like they're putting people at risk. No, they're not giving me an explanation of why. But isn't that a like? Uh, never before have we had to have talks about are you like? Do you have a flu shot? Do you have measles shots? So, yeah, I, but you never why, care about that before. One, measles, polio, all that stuff. Like, I know it doesn't. It, it's not as deadly as what we've seen recently. It's that was as deadly. That's the thing. Polio was as deadly. There was so why didn't you... Iron lung. And guess what happened? They got vaccinated. They came but, up with the vaccine. But it's never been like conversational like this. Convers... You mean where it wasn't on the news 24-7 back in the 19... 19- Meaning like you never cared if like... You, you said friends. You never cared if friends walk into your house if they don't have the polio or all these different shots and because stuff. Because we all assume they did because you have to go to public school. I guess I'm just more like... <laughs> like I, that you, you assume like... Hey, if someone, like, my biggest thing is, like, you know how they always do sitcom episodes where it's, like, they have roommates living together and someone just automatically, like, breaks out with the chicken pox and now everyone in the apartment has chicken pox? They're like, wait, it's just an assumption that, like, oh, that's something that you had when you were young. We all thought you were over it. We all thought you had the polio, like, shot. We all thought you had to have that because during birth, like, that's when most of those people get it. Then when Jenny McCarthy came out and said her son is autistic and she said there's a link between those shots those vaccines and people, kids getting autistic or autism, excuse me, we all questioned that and said, hmm, but there was more people who believed in that. So the anti-vax started then. So that's that's my question is where do you stand? And I think the reason why it's such a conversation starter is because it goes so many different ways. Is it being politicized by one party or is it do you really like believe and like you don't believe in the science, which is totally fine. We can talk about that too. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying... Because I, I do believe COVID is real, and I understand the effects, and I've seen it. It's just more I don't really care if a player or if a friend or family is not, if they vaccinated or if they're not vaccinated. That's their own belief. So if a player misses a game, then he just misses a game. But then it's also a workplace thing. Like, you're bringing... I don't work for the Packers, but so... You, but you're saying that, like, what Aaron Rodgers did is okay. Like No, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I... I my thing is I don't find this to be major news. I think the biggest thing is like it's major news because you're not giving us an explanation. And if you're saying, but why do you care if he has if he gives an? Ep- I think my thing with this is fine. You're not vaccinated. It can be major news, but why do you really need to know if he if his decision making behind it? Because I feel like he is such a smartass that like he, <laughs> he is. Like, think about it. He hosts Jeopardy. He's like, oh yeah, I can host Jeopardy. It's like we know that he's like so above everybody. Same thing with Kyrie. It's the attitude of those two. So this is more personal, like, because they're arrogant players to you? I think it's with everybody for me. 
I think it's like, you tell me why do you not like get the vaccine? And there are people who have valid reasons. I read a great article where there was someone who was like, I don't get the vaccine, not because I was an anti-vaxxer, but just because I literally do not know the science behind it. Like, I'm li- that's his biggest thing. So then he like they did a whole article, he got it, and he's like, I'm so glad I got it now. And I think that's the issue, is there's so much surrounding the vaccine and so much surrounding COVID that, yeah, like, we're still not back to normal. I think that's the biggest reason. We all keep talking about that we want this sense of normalcy, but, okay, Aaron Rodgers, like, you're still <laughs> able to go out there and do your job in front of thousands of fans screaming. And say, I own you. Right, and say, I own you and do all that stuff. You're, you're able to do that, but what about people who aren't, like, at, like, at their work yet or, like, able to go on a plane because they don't feel safe? Like, that's my biggest thing. So I feel like the COVID vaccine has brought out so many different things, so many different layers. Like, it, we don't have to go back too far. And, you know, he was a great man in RIP, Colin Powell. When Colin Powell, you know, passed away, the first thing they said was, Colin Powell dies from COVID. He was vaccinated. Trying to prove a point of the vaccine doesn't work. You can still die from COVID. But then once you started to read the tea leaves, and it was like Colin Powell was in his early to mid 80s. He also had health issues. He also had like underlying cancer and he passed away. But you didn't hear anything about that because the headline was this. So that, like, that's my thing. Right. So like if 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 I just think this has become too much where like you just mentioned Colin Powell, like they mentioned the COVID stuff, but not everything else. And this is like this has become the first thing that people talk about now if you're vaccinated if you're not vaccinated how you die like i mean it it's just it's too much in our life man like i don't really care if if you have it or not i don't think the first thing that people need to talk about is colin powell and his vaccination stuff and um I don't know, man. Like, it's not a topic for me that I'm super interested in if, if, if people are vaccinated or not. Well, then my thing is, like, what's your solution to it? Solution to what? With COVID vaccinations. You get it or you don't. I just so feel like saying- we're going to have to live with this no matter what. I don't think we need to be... Uh, I guess my... I don't think everybody's going to get vaccinated at all. I don't think so that's ever going to happen. The right there. Should the government tell people to get vaccinated? They've been telling people to get vaccinated. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers ain't vaccinated. But that's his own personal beliefs. No, so that's what I'm saying. Should it be mandated? Just like if you have a child, they have to, in order to go to public school, they need to be able to have these shots. Then that's a whole other thing because then you're telling people, yo, you can't work. And that's on businesses. I, I think you have a right as, as a business to be like, yo, you got to be vaccinated to work here. And if the NFL does that, then the NFL does that. And then Aaron Rodgers can't play football again. So, I mean... Boom. And Aaron Rodgers can do that off his state farm money, off his NFL contract money. I mean, if you want to live like that, then fair enough. Um, but then but we're not pushing. We're not. The thing is, there's too much middle ground with this to be like, um, hey, we want you to get the vaccine. But if, if you don't, then fair enough. And then we have instances like this where it's in the news. So what what and then people go, well, we want to be back to normal, but we got to get back to normal. And people have to get the back in order to get back to normal. People have to get the vaccine. Well, people just aren't. It's been already what a year. It's been longer than that. Like we've been. In no, no, I mean since you can get the vaccine. Yeah, it's been a year. And so and people right. So I don't know if people are going to do this at one point. So what at what at what point do we just gotta be like, all right, we gotta live with this? You, I don't see. That's the thing. It's like why should I have to? Why should I, as someone who has the vaccine, say, okay, I took everything into account. I took other people like lives into account. I got the vaccine. 
I'm trying to do as much as I can. This person next to me says, F that, I don't want to take the vaccine. And now you're saying, okay, come back to work. So how are you going to live your life then? How am I going to live my life? If you're, like, I don't want this to be a vaccine podcast, but like if you're going to, we, we both know people are in their right to not take it or not, right? And I'm vaccinated as well as you. Um, if their right is to like, I don't feel like doing that. But you're saying, well, I did it and I want to get back to normal. How do we, we're going to be in the same state every year. So at what point do we get to, well, what can we do about this? To, to, are you telling me our lives are going to be forever? We got to wear masks in the office? I don't want that. That's the way it's looking. That sucks. I man. mean, like, unless there's another way that you have where you just start. The like, other way is, yo, you can't work here if you don't have you it. Start laying people off. But then, like, how many countersuits are you going to have? Uh, that's what I'm saying. So I don't, I, that's why I always go, well, are you going to have to ask people, like, yo, just be comfortable and take the risk like you take risk in any, any other form of life? I know. I just think there's a lot to be said about it. And I, I do, like, maybe he doesn't owe me an explanation. Kyrie. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. I think that's the thing. I, I don't think people owe you an explanation if they just don't want to take a vaccine or not. I've never. I have friends that haven't taken it, and I, I don't push them about why. Really, you're just like okay. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Okay, you're cool. Yeah, okay. you you know somebody that I, I won't say his name, but oh no, well, I'll still ask. I I, I, I he he just told me the other day, and I was like, I didn't ask. I was just like, all right, cool. Just See, like I'm, I'm move on. All right, cool. I'm and we didn't we didn't. <laughs> if if I'm with someone who's not vaccinated. And we're sitting next to each other. I just want to be like, hey, why? Like, why not? Like, what, what is it about this that, like... And again, it could be It's like, fair, it's fair. It could it's be fair. something like, hey, religious beliefs. I'm like, you know what? Cool. To understand that, I get that. But at the same time, like, where do you see this going? And I think that's the biggest thing. Hey, let me ask you something. A fun question. If a girl that you were, like, really eyeing... That Great you were a beautiful woman that you, like, I really like to vibe with her and hang out with her, but she's not vaccinated, are you going to take the risk? I mean, my biggest thing is, like, I think that's, I think I love the fact that you asked that, because I think that's the one thing that we don't bring up enough, is the, I'm not, I'm trying to think of how to put this very delicately, I think there's an analogy between what it's like to have sex with someone, and the COVID vaccine, so for instance, like, you know how they always say, like, if you're thinking of who might have something, in terms of a sexual partner, you have to think about not only who you're having sex with, but everyone they've had sex with before in the past. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, you're not vaccinated, but I'm not just talking about you and I and what we've done today on this date. What have you done with everyone else in the past? I think that's where the question lies. So if you're saying like someone's not vaccinated, but they've been working, working, working remotely from home, they've been wearing a mask, like all the time when they're out grocery shopping, exercising, whatever, then yeah, I'd feel comfortable going out with that person. Now, if I found out, like I'm on their Instagram and they were at Rolling Loud, no mask on in Miami. They were at Lollapalooza, no mask on in Chicago. They've been out here, you know, wilding and stuff. I'd be like, you know what? I'm okay. Like, I, I don't feel comfortable hanging I get out you. with you. I get you. Because I'm sure like there are many people like myself who have elderly, like elderly grandfather, who I see often and I like seeing because I don't want to not see him. Uh, I think it was, you know, the holidays are coming up. Thanksgiving, Christmas. Do you like not being able to spend time with family during the holidays all because of vaccine status? Um, I think that's a question <laughs> that has to be asked. So for me, it all depends on what she's been doing. 
So if she's been a good girl, then absolutely. If she looks like she's been out in these streets. Uh, I think that's the thing for me is if you brought up that scenario. So you're hanging out with a, somebody of a friend and then you go back home to see your family or you hang out with your family and like you brought up the Colin Powell thing and he passed from being vaccinated and everything like that even though if he had other conditions but if you I don't I don't know how we're gonna get back to just a good freedom of life then because it's like you're gonna take a risk because if like you basically are cutting yourself off from somebody that you might admire because you don't want to make somebody else potentially sick who could be who's already vaccinated so i think i think there's just so much like again i think you know this is has turned, like has turned to a vaccine podcast which I, you know you're not yeah i don't want to do that i think it is still a layer because i think it is like we're still living in it and i think that's when i keep asking like what's your solution what's your plan how does this end what's the end game it's because i'm i'm fatigued like i we all like we all thought oh two weeks we're gonna shut down the country for two weeks that was march 2020 like March 2022 is coming up, two years, and then we're like, oh, okay, well, some people are vaccinated, some people aren't vaccinated. Okay, well, some people wear masks, some people don't wear masks. Oh, some states do this, some states do that, and it's just, it's, it's, we've failed so much in terms of leadership on both sides in this country. Yeah, and uh, to sum this all up, I, I will agree to disagree, but also understand your point. I love sports. For me, I don't want to wake up in the morning and see first take going for 30 minutes talking about Aaron Rodgers and Kyrie about the vaccine. But I also understand your point about you want to know why, because they are public figures and they have a big responsibility to the public because they are in such uh, huge stardom positions. I guess for me, I'm just like, I don't. I just love to see who wins and who loses. Not really like what. I love also the players when they speak up about social stuff, about certain things, but I guess the vaccine doesn't fall into that category for me. You don't think the vaccine is a social issue? That's not what I'm saying. I don't really care about if a player is vaccinated or not. I, but see, okay. This is, I'm not going to go down that hole because we spent too much time on that. Because so, somebody might be listening to this and be like, well, you care about if they speak out about maybe social political things that are happening worldwide, but not about the vaccine. I guess the vaccine for me isn't like, that's such of a, if you don't feel like doing it, then I, I'm not going to look down upon you. I don't look down upon you if you don't have the vaccine. I just want to know why. Like, that's it. That's all it is. Uh, but no, we'll, not for, we'll, we'll get off this topic and, you know, who knows what's going to happen in that game with Kansas City, Jordan Love will get his uh, first the, the Packers are definitely losing. <laughs> Let's see. We'll see. If <laughs> the, Chiefs, the Chiefs need wins. We'll see if Patrick Mahomes can turn everything around. Uh, They'll be all right. But no, uh, the NFL, man, it's it's the, it's been the week that keeps on giving for the NFL. And we have... Um, I've got another huge issue, huh? That, that to me is a bigger... That, that to me, if you're about to touch this topic was a huge eye opener well you go you go and let me know is this henry ruggs yeah you go for it for me what i learned about that is uh i heard somebody talk about uh male ego not even just male ego but sometimes you feel like you can just do uh you can be okay and i don't know if henry ruggs is thinking about this and like he'll be okay but like because of 156 or was it 156 on it on it he was 156 and here's the crazy part he was going 156 the wrong way, or he was going 156 on the, in the on the street. But then the thing that got me is, according to a tweet, 
when the car crashed on collision, the airbags came out. He and his passenger flew into the airbags going 123 miles per hour. So the car was still going 123 miles per hour when the airbags deployed. So imagine you're going 100, like hitting the airbags at 123 miles, like 123 miles per hour. That's insane. I think that what I learned from this situation is um, how, because I don't, uh, Henry Ruggs seemed to be a, a, a good dude. It didn't have any other issues. Up and comer, yeah. But then you Up find and out, like, gun in the car. But people, athletes carry guns. I just heard, I've heard athletes talk about they have guns in the locker room. It's just, that's a normal thing for them. But 0.16. Driving that's a whole different aspect. Miles per hour, no, no, I think those are isolated incidents because a gun in the car. I had a friend text me about a gun in the car. I just feel like athletes do that. It's everything else. It's the alcohol. It's the drinking. It's why don't you just want to take take a driver? Just you know, be safer with it. And that tells you a little bit about you can be a good person and do everything right, but one bad mistake can completely der- derail everything that you got going on. And that, and then it it and killed somebody whose life is taken now too, um, who was just out there just living her life. So that it's such of a it, it it's a life lesson about man like you gotta cherish your moments and also when things like that come up, man, you just gotta do the smart thing about like not drinking and driving. I think the thing that also disappoints me is, and I'm not putting this on the Raiders organization at all. However, I'll put, like, first we'll start with Henry Ruggs, 0. 0.16, 156 miles per hour, Corvette, two-door car, like, I, you, the, the victim, who I believe her name is Tina Oak Thornton, feel like her, like she lost her dog, like, it was her and her dog, died. Yeah, that, 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 that's a situation that could have been avoided so much. Those are needless lives been lost for no reason. Um, I see, you know, and I see what, you know, his quarterback, Derek Carr, came out and said he needs love right now and all that. But we'll, we'll get, I think there's a legal issue to it as well, obviously. But the big thing for me is why do teams, players, yes, but why do teams not just offer car no, service? No, they, they do. They do. 24 hour car service. They do, though. Now, like, that's, that's the thing I don't get. No, no, but they do. And it's more like if you, he, I saw that car. That was a very nice Lambo, right? Uh, that was a Corvette. Corvette. Yeah. Um, it's a nice car, so I'm guessing he wanted to drive it, you know, just have some fun. Probably off day, just go out, Vegas. And he just took it to a level, and a, a very, very bad situation happened. And I'm sure the team offers drivers, like, I, I, from what I've heard, that's that's what they do offer to players. Um, and he just decided to drive his car. It's a nice car, and I understand that. It's just uh, just ended up on the wrong side of things, man. That's a sad story because I can see if this was a player who's been in like several different issues, but he didn't seem to have any other issues, and just one. That's why I was re, re, reiterate: just one bad mistake can really change the direction of your life, and it changes the direction of m- no, multiple so lives. That's the thing. I think it's like you know, as we talk about the holidays are coming up, like this person's family won't be having someone with them at Thanksgiving or Christmas. Yeah, and that's that hurts. Uh, yeah. And, you know, as Henry Ruggs, I think I believe he still faces two felony counts and I just don't see a way where he plays football in the next five to ten years. I, I no. know I may be wrong. Um Well I guess we've seen this with Dante Stallworth. Seeing that, but to me like this is I got I, I wasn't Dante Stallworth like he was making a right turn 
and then killed a player or killed a person. Excuse me. This was like, dude, three three fifteen in the morning, speeding, hit someone, and when you hear some of the graphics stuff, I'm gonna leave out because I just do not want to talk about it. It was, it's. It's sad. It's sad on multiple levels that this person lost her life because of one selfish decision. Yeah, yeah. And I hope, and this is one thing I, I never understood is, you know, for you who, who works for a team, you know the insides. Like, oh, no, there are cars available for players. This, yeah. for me, needs to be where Lyft, Uber, Mad, Mothers Against Drunk Driving, this is where they come out and say, we're partying together with these teams so they can, like, let these star athletes go. And I think that's where people get, like, upset. I think if you're at that level, I guess for me, the only thing I'm trying to picture what he might have been thinking about driving. I got a nice car. Maybe I'm a little tipsy. And I got my girl with me. We're going to cruise, listen to music. I want to push my car a little bit, have some fun, push my... And I, I ended up pushing my car to 150. And it just turned into a, a bad accident. Um, now, from the, the video I saw... That seemed like to be a. It wasn't a freeway that he did that on an open freeway. He did that on a residential street, which is not smart. Um, so I don't, I, that's a. I, f, I feel for the victim victim's family because, like you said, holidays are coming up, and that that was such of a. That's one of those stories when I saw it, man. I was like, man, that is that could have been avoided in so many different areas, man. So many ways. And I think like with DUIs. Uh, Speaking, uh, California, Arizona, huge, huge uh, DUI numbers because we're not like, you know, New York, Philly. Where uh, transportation is easy. Yeah, public transportation is easy. We are like a, a state that relies mostly on cars. And I, the one thing I will say is I think a lot of people aren't surprised that it happened in Vegas. Yeah. I think a lot of people were like, oh, this is what's going to happen when the Raiders move out there. Like, uh, weed is now legal. Nevada drinking on the strip is legal like all that stuff so it's a very sad sad thing and uh, we are going to definitely keep our eye on this because again someone lost their life and they will be affected greatly and I know this is an awkward transition but there actually was a football game being played tonight Uh, all right NFL NFL please do me this favor (laughs) stop fucking putting on you got lucky last week with the Cardinals being good and the Packers who are obviously good Fuck the Packers again. Um, Just keep saying. I, I'm I'm going to go on a more rant later about the Packers and Bears, but um, stop putting on. I think every game this year has been a terrible Thursday night football game. Why do you continuously do this to the American public? <laughs> the Colts and Jets, and nobody wants to watch the Colts and the Jets on a Thursday night. Please do better. Wait, let me see if I can pull up real quick. Uh, so uh, I, I've I've seen some of the games, man. I think the Panthers have played some teams. Yeah, so you have Packers, Cardinals. That was a good one. Broncos, Browns. Come on. I mean, that was a, that was a Come fast. on, man. Bucks, Eagles. Come on, man. That one was pretty good. No, it wasn't. That okay? All right. Damn. What was the score? Twenty-eight, twenty-two. Bucks won. That was pretty. But good. the Eagles are not going to give the Bucks problems. No. Okay. Uh, Rams, Seahawks. That was a good one. I think the, the Seahawks I, are not going to give the Rams problems. Uh, Russell Wilson got hurt. He got game. hurt that game. Yeah. Uh, we also had Jags, Bengals. That's come on, come on, of. man. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, yep. yep. <laughs> Panthers, Texans. Come on. <laughs> come on, man. This is ridiculous. Yeah, so not a lot of great ones recently, so I'll give you no. that. But. Even, even before that, I, I know this because I remember watching Thursday night games and going, who wants to watch these teams play each other on a Thursday night? <laughs> 
Rams, Seahawks, I'll give you that one because that's a division matchup. That could have been good if Russell didn't get hurt. But the rest are like random teams. Why are the Jags and Bengals playing? Oh, Trevor Jags Lawrence and Joe. I get Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, but like not Thursday night football, bro. The Jags are always on. The one thing I do like about that Thursday night game. The Jags need to move to London. The one thing I like, I remember about that game was uh, that was the, the Urban Meyer game. Come on, man. That was the Urban Meyer. I'll see y'all in Jacksonville next week. Yeah, exactly. We'll the bar. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but no, the game, the Colts won 45 to 30. The Jets defense did not leave New York. Uh, they definitely stayed home because Carson Wentz threw 270 yards with three touchdowns. But Jonathan Taylor, 19 carries for 170 yards. He, he's yards. a beast, man. I remember watching him at Wisconsin. He's a, I remember thinking once he got to the league, he was going to do some crazy things. Oh, and yeah. And the fact that he was able to play. have a pretty pretty good uh, solid offensive line. Uh, now, Mike White, he was the phenom from last week that beat Cincinnati. He went 7 of 11 with 95 yards and one touchdown. Jesus Christ. He did get hurt. Josh Johnson. Came in 317 yards on 27 to 41 passing, three touchdowns, but he had a you know a very late uh, interception that could have brought them within what seven, even though we all kind of knew the game was over. Shit, <laughs> absolute shit. No, but I, the one thing I will say is Derrick Henry hurt, so he won't play against the Rams this week. Yeah, the Rams who got Von Miller. Yeah, recently from the Broncos. So when you look at the AFC South, the Texans trash. It's easy. The Jags, as you said, trash. Easy. The Titans, Titans. have a great record, but just lost Derrick Henry for the season. Indianapolis? Back door? No. Could they possibly do it? Hell no. You think Ryan Tannehill's the guy? Ryan, Ryan Tannehill's a very good quarterback. I, you think I would Ryan say Ryan Tannehill can lead the Titans without I, I would say they've been to the AFC Championship game before. I, I think they With can get to Derrick the Derrick Henry? Like, this is without Oh, him. without him. Oh, that's a whole different story. That's a whole different story. Derrick Henry's out for the year. Yeah, and the Titans got to, I mean, running backs, hopefully um, they can find somebody that can, you know, not do what Derrick Henry does because he's a, a great f- football player. But He was having an MVP type season this year. He really yeah, I, I, I mean, that division, they'll make the playoffs very easily. It's more about what can they do once they get there and can they beat other teams. And without Henry, who changes their whole game plan. I mean, you got to think of these NFL teams, they game plan throughout the training cap from summer workouts about creating their playbook with their players in mind. And I don't know, it's going to be very tough for the Titans to succeed, but let's see what happens. Hey, all I'll say is this, Ryan Tannehill, if you're listening, because I know you are, uh, if you have no run game, that means there's going to be a lot of passing. Julio Jones been in and out of the lineup. You know, who's been pretty solid this year. AJ Brown, Michael Pruitt. Uh, You know, the theme, you know, the song, Lucas, can you sing the song? Hey, SIU football, y'all y'all deserve a fat L for losing to Northern oh, Iowa. Oh, you fucking dipshits. <laughs> Blew your number three ranking in the country. I fucking hate y'all. Jeez, oh, I shouldn't okay. say that. I got graduated from that school. Hey, I love oh, my... Right. I, hey, I'm sorry Ooh, for saying that. I'm okay. sorry. No, nah, I take that back. I love SIU. Y'all gave me some great times. What's the bars? Sticks. Every bar we went to is now closed, I feel like. Sticks Pinch is closed? Pinch Penny is closed? Hey, yeah. Sam's Cafe. That little burger joint, that was good. Uh, Don Taco, which Curtis doesn't like. That was the worst Mexican food I've ever What you mean, bro? I will literally, if someone gave that to me right now, I'm chucking it right back in the This dude, Curtis, man. Hey, uh, we need some Carbondale people here, but look, Don Please Taco. Don't give that to me. I don't want it. Great food at 1130, no matter if you're coming off work, coming out the bar. Trash food. This dude, SGA, just shot a half-court three and hit it. Holy <laughs> crap. The Lakers are trash. Losing yeah, to the Thunder. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. But no, let me just say this. From someone who grew up in the Southern California area, 
going from Los Angeles, California, San Diego, California. To Don Taco. To Don Taco in Carbondale, Illinois. You know what? I'm going to say it wasn't the same. I'm just going to go ahead and say I think when you're drunk and no, you're a college kid, you're just hungry. Up. No, it woke me up. Yeah. That was the first time I ever had a Bro, those nachos? It sobered me up. Oh, my God. I, I, was, I was in a great mood. I was in a euphoric drunk state. Oh, yeah. Me and Curtis had this debate about fucking the, the, the best late night food. Jack and I, I told him I don't want to eat burritos at fucking 12 o'clock at night because no. it messes your clothes up. And it then, messes your clothes <laughs> up? What? If Bro, you spill that shit on your clothes, you're done for the night. You're not you going get some nowhere burritos, else. burritos. You get some tacos. I don't want to take a young lady out at night and then she's eating Mexican food and has gas. Come on. <laughs> what? What's not okay? What are you gonna say? Pizza? Hot dog? Pe- pizza is the easiest thing. You get a gas large pizza. Gas, no, I've never met a girl. I've never. I haven't even had pizza myself that gave me heartburn and gas. Hey, we getting older, brother. It's only a matter of time. Come on, man. If if no, look, you go to like you go to her place, your place with a large pizza, watch movies. That is cool. Uh-oh. Not eating burritos. Oh my God. Mr. On a couch, Mr. Romantic over here. Yeah, I'm very I'm, romantic. I'm taking a girl home at midnight. Hey, let's put a large pizza and watch some movies. You're. Oh, this is very simple. <laughs> We're coming from the bar. Hey, you want to chill with me for the rest of the night, you know or you want pizza takes to make? You talk to her in the place where you're making the pizza, or oh, in the car. Ain't got that much time. Like time is of the Jesus essence. Christ. I, I, I'm not taking a girl to get Mexican food to <laughs> after a bar. Fuck that. <laughs> not even Don Taco. No. <laughs> She's gonna have mad gas. <laughs> Let me just sit here and wait. No, no, it's cool. No, just put the pizza in there. Yeah, it's fine. Plus, if I see her eating a burrito all nasty and it's like, <laughs> or she, hey, I'm not a very uh, organized eater. So okay. her seeing me eat a burrito and it's falling out of the plate and all this shit, she's gonna look at me like okay, I'm fucking crazy. No. What about roll tacos? No, no taquitos. Mexican food taquitos. at night. Just a little small taquitos. Not with a woman. Not with a woman. No. Oh man. <laughs> no, this. no, no. This is hilarious. No. You're not gonna eat Mexican food because I don't eat Mexican food with a girl. Bro. Come <laughs> on. Come on, buddy. Come on. No, no. I don't it, eat Mexican food with a girl. It, it's Mexican? too messy. We'll figure something else out. <laughs> oh my God. What about some There's Italian food? food? Italian food is the best. It's romantic. It's a spaghetti. Wait, why are you trying to be romantic after the club? Like, I'm a romantic dude, so. Bro, if you were romantic, you wouldn't be in the club. Like, savage. I mean, no, but. Streets. I'm talking about date nights. I'm not. We're not going to Mexican joints. Brazilian, I'll give you Brazilian food. Boston so Nova. No, no Taco Tuesdays. No. Not for no date. I'll go out with a bunch of dudes. That's not homo. <laughs> Sorry. No homo. But not 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 oh. not with a girl. Oh. At least not a girl I'm dating. My wife, yeah, cuz I already know her. Her with her gas mouth. I've already seen her shit and stuff like that. You've so. seen it. You've seen yeah, it. Yeah, I've seen her smell, you Oh know? my god. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let me get back to this real quick. Uh Michael Pruitt, Tennessee Titans tight end. 10 receptions, 127 yards, and 10 hey, touchdowns on the year. So make sure you guys. Jeremy Chen, right? From SIU. Plays for the Panthers, yeah. Starting safety, yeah. Yeah, he's re- he's very good. Oh my gosh. I think I might want to get some Mexican food after this. Hey, Nick um, Hill, you're doing a great job at SIU, man. Keep that shit up. Uh, great job. Russell Westbrook just turned the ball over as the Lakers. <laughs> Shout out to uh, DeCorn, Illinois. We will, we will get into that uh, a little bit. But first, got to get to some more serious topic. I swear this will be our last serious topic of the night. What is it? This will be our last serious topic. Robert Sarre, the owner of the Suns. I'm going to let you take the lead on this. <laughs> there was an ESPN article that came out by Baxter Holmes alleging he spoke to 
70 uh, former and current Suns employees who have said that the Suns owner uh, has said some racial and misogynistic things in the past. Uh, we kind of saw this coming when someone leaked it or at least had a scoop that ESPN was doing a story about it. Yeah. Uh, Robert Sarvere did the whole, this is made up, this is fabricated, this never happened. Uh, stories include him saying the N-word multiple times in front of players. Yeah, I don't, I don't uh, believe Sarvere. And then being super misogynistic when it comes to women. Uh, yeah. He was quoted as, he was quoted by someone else as saying to a woman, do you work for me? Do I own you? That's ridiculous. So I just, uh, Nick, just your thoughts on this. I I love these owner stories because you get to really see who these owners really are as multi-billionaire people um, and how they really think and how they really function through life. And these are just fun stories to read about Um, because I always think about, like, I wonder what that owner is really like with all that kind of money. And then you hear different stories from either people who've worked for different organizations or or um, come across them and it's just fun it's just fun to read stuff like this man so i think it's i think it's interesting because one i don't think a lot of people know and i have very little knowledge of it and you have a little bit more knowledge than i do shout out Jeannie bus for having her twitter avatar as her with <laughs> basketballs in front of her titties that's that's cool her, her playboy uh cover she's a great owner uh, she is a fantastic owner, uh, not just for her looks, Nick. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm also, sorry. uh-oh, we got a little scuffle. Uh, little I'm sorry. Scuffle. Uh, but Jeannie Buss is beautiful, and she's she seemed, she's very smart. So. A little scuffle here in OKC in L.A. as we're watching Carmelo Anthony get into Luke Dort's face. But here, let me say this, because you have a little bit more knowledge than I do when it comes to the way teams are run. I have seen it from afar. You actually work for one. And the thing that gets me is I don't think people realize – how many individuals actually work from teams from yeah. the media standpoint of it to the sales standpoint of it from uh, i guess you was home guest relations hospitality standpoint of it to people who actually work in the front office standpoint sales of it. reps there's there's all there's all those type of things so when you have 70 different people current and former coming out and saying basically the same thing i think that means a lot that means a lot and we don't really know like if it's true or not and i think that's the the thing that gets me is in this age of recorded or it didn't happen that we live in, you would have thought someone would just like put the phone out and just been like, oh, he said the N-word. Boom, there it is. Like there was one instance where the Suns lost to the Warriors and uh, one of the Suns players got a technical because he was saying the N-word, but Robert Tarver was saying, well, why should he get a technical when Draymond Green says it the whole day? And he actually told the player, you should rescind this or at least get it looked at getting rescinded, which the player did. And then Draymond, was assessed a technical later about it. So, sorry, like this, this, this whole incident, we still have to wait for more details to come out, but I think this is- Why a- do you need more details? This is like, he's a bad owner. I mean, but see, that's the thing. It's like, how many of them are just like this? I guess- how that's, many- that's a great question, right? You know right? what I mean? It's, I think we were looking at this uh, last year before the 2020 election, where they were looking by, I, there was an article or a news report, I can't remember by who, that was looking at who owns what teams by parties, Democrats versus Republicans. And I think they had more Democrat ownership groups than you did Republican ownership groups. Like, for instance, the Orlando Magic are owned by the DeVos family, so former, and I say former loosely, Secretary of Education Bessie DeVos versus the Milwaukee Bucks, so I think they're very pro-Democrat. I don't know if I had that right, Uh, but I know for sure the Magic. But when you look at some of these owners, 
have to ask yourself, well, where do their politics fall in line? And is it one of those Donald Sterling things when Robert Sarver says, do I own you to an employee? Uh, do these owners really believe, like, hey, I own this team. I can, you know, act however I want. And no one's really going to say anything because birds of a flock stick together. And that's how everyone else does it. I think that's the interesting thing to me. Um, I don't know about you, but Victor, who just started, and me, who has been watching since day one, Succession, like, that's kind of the, the, the vibe I get. It's like, you're the 1% of the 1%, and you feel like you can just talk to anyone like this, and it's not like Yeah, that and that's what I mean about these owners. Like, I, when you have that kind of money, you feel like you can kind of just get away with different things. And how many of these owners are like that, you know, that are, like, um, just not great people when it comes to social interactions and they just let everything fly which is crazy crazy, crazy. Um, but no there were a couple good games in the NBA over a couple of the last couple weeks but I'm gonna shout out to the Bulls there we go I'm gonna get into it right now because the Bulls the Bulls Bulls, hey we're back bro hey the Bulls came back they lost to the Sixers last night but before that they had a great comeback against the Celtics Marcus Smart after the game came out and said you know Jalen Brown Jason Tatum to pass the ball but the Bulls, they've been playing really well. Only two losses on look, the season. Look, 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 look. I'm just going to say this real quick, man. We got people getting killed in Chicago. You got a bunch of dust. You got violence. We need the Bulls to do well, man. The Bears are shit. The White Sox are disappointing. What about the Sky? I don't hear you giving oh, no yeah. love to the Sky. The Sky are cool. I love them. <laughs> they just won. They won the <laughs> man. That's great, man. I love I loved, uh, Candace Parker and the WNBA, what they're doing. Um and keep going sky man like no joke i don't want to sound like i don't care um I, I, that that's a big move for the sky to win that my dad texts me a lot my mom texts me a lot about that my uncle too so that needs a lot of love uh, i think growing up as a bulls fan it's just fun to um see us compete and see us back and um the city really needs the bulls to do well man like chicago i think the nba is better when the bulls are doing well so um, I will say, like, it has been fun to watch, like, you know, the Bing Bong Knicks, like, how New York's going crazy. Yeah, it's fine. I wish the Celtics were good. I mean, I would. That, you got Philly, you got Boston, uh, Philly, Philly, Chicago, yeah. Atlanta, you, New York, in, like, Brooklyn. Milwaukee in there, and it's like, oh, yeah. I'm not fuck Milwaukee. But, uh, okay, all right, all right. But well, yeah. The NBA does not need Milwaukee to be good. I, I don't care if people are listening to this from Milwaukee. You're telling us shit. Oh, my gosh. I went there before. Your cheese curds are shit. Um, what else can I say? That city is shit. I say downtown. Everything closed at 9.30. I hate you all. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, let me get into this because I want to talk about the Bulls because, yes, I want to give you a pat on the back and say, so far, so good. Will they make the playoffs? That is still to be That's seen. guaranteed. However, the Bulls had some other news come out this week. What? Scotty Pippen over here. Uh, I don't have I mean. No, come on. No, you got to talk about it. That's That's the team of your youth. That was a team that yeah. won six championships. Yeah. MJ six. I, I just want Scottie Pippen to be quiet. I want Scottie. Scottie Pippen was that for me when I was growing up. He was like that undercover, just cool dude. Didn't talk much. Just played his ass off. Was a baller. You knew he was a baller. Everybody knew he was a baller. This whole future thing, and then this is it's just ruining his rep, you man. Think that was a big thing. The future thing. Yeah. Yeah. It made him look weird. I mean, I think the thing about it, hold on, we're going to pause this. Russell Westbrook, big three. He misses. Anthony Davis put back no good. And for the second time this year, the Lakers lose to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Look, I'll say this. Wow, that's sad. Things happen with women. Women do different things. Men do different things. And that happens in life. 
I think when you're Scotty Pippen, you should not be having your girl publicly wife. say wife. wife, not girl, wife. Like be, she got a ring on that finger. Be sleeping with rappers. Come on, it just makes you look weird. And and like if it wasn't if it wasn't his wife and that was just his you know open dating, fair enough. And that wouldn't make him look. But he was like, all right, yeah, you know that happened. But like that's his wife. And so okay, so again, I think it just it's adding up. And then this book, like he's talking crap about Jordan and the Bulls, and I'm just like, he called you, Phil Jackson racist. Yeah, you can just keep these things to yourself. Like nobody. If he feels under nobody, if 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 these things didn't come out in the public, nobody would feel like Scotty's underappreciated. Like I'm a even if Scotty walked through Chicago, everybody loves it. people buys jerseys, wears jerseys. Why does he feel underappreciated? Yeah, I, I think NBA fans, sports fans know him. Like I think the big thing about Scotty was, you know, Victor and I talked about it on a previous podcast. Was the NBA celebrating their 75th year this year? He's one of the 75. He was one of the top 50. Yeah. So now you're one of the top 75. It's like, yeah, Scotty Pippen, you are instrumental to what the NBA has done. Like your defense, your demeanor, the way you played, how you were just as good. I'm not gonna say just as good, but you like you were good as like you were great with Michael Jordan, but you weren't the reason that the Bulls won all those championships. But you definitely were like a huge factor in it because Jordan couldn't do it alone. I will say though, again, like I said with the vaccines, and this is just gonna be my mantra: What's the solution? Like, what's the point of saying all this? I don't know. Like, and my thing is, you don't call a player like Marcus Smart. Like when the Bulls beat the Celtics, and Marcus Smart came out and said, "Yo, everyone knows Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are gonna shoot. They studied it. They need to pass the ball." Like, you don't say that to the media. You say it in the locker room. But with Scotty, like, you have MJ's phone number. I understand what Marcus like, Smart was doing, though. I, no, I understand it. But then my thing is, like, with Scotty, it's like, why are you saying this? Yeah, why are you saying this now? Saying it now. And I'm like, we all know how great you were. Like, why are you letting things dilute, like, your greatness? And not only that, yeah. but the last dance, the last dance to me was great. I don't think that made him look bad at all. I think the biggest thing that might have hurt was the contract. Whereas with the Bulls, like... What, was, what What do you mean? When he signed that seven, eight-year contract, and he was getting paid, like, three million a year, and then, like, a year but after... But he, his back, reasoning was, like, he was trying to take care of his family. Absolutely, guaranteed. and I get that. the lifespan of an athlete, like, who knows what could have happened. But I think that was the only thing, like... Because what else could have hurt you? He didn't know that they were going to include the Tony Kukoc, like, you not want to go back in the game. And Everybody Kukoc, knew that already. Though. That's what I'm, I was like what, you, like, what is your real deal? Uh, yeah, that's why I'm so confused. Is I, I think I look at Scotty as, like, this m- mythical, this cool dude, and these stories are just making it hurt. Like, it's it's devaluing what I just believed in him as. And he doesn't need to speak like this. Yeah, yeah. And if he does, uh, fair enough if you feel like this stuff, but... We love the. We, I think NBA fans love that '90s Bulls team. And they don't, do, and don't, I think that's why so many people don't were, hurt like, it. So many people were even trying to watch that doc first, like because remember it's like again, again before the pandemic happened. Like, oh my god, when this comes out, we're all sitting down, we're all watching it, and then when the sports world collapsed, you know, ESPN, they're like, okay, we just got to throw some stuff together and just get it up as much as possible. I that's do agree with Scotty about like that was an MJ glorified piece. Okay, I mean, but MJ like, deserves that. Do you? Let me ask. Just do you know the story of the like that would happen? Of what? The tapes. That so MJ the, had the tapes? Yeah. So yeah. The story I heard was, and for our listeners who maybe not know, they filmed Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls in nineteen ninety eight, knowing that that would be their quote unquote last dance. What happened was 
who owned those tapes. MJ, right? The NBA owned those tapes. Oh. Those tapes were locked somewhere in Secaucus, New Jersey, where NBA E headquarters are. They then said, okay, we're going to release this like on when MJ turns 50. He said no. Hey, we're going to release this when the when uh, Charlotte hosts the All-Star game. Well, yeah, I remember Charlotte went through the whole trans bathroom bill and the Hornets and Charlotte lost it. So then it's like, when do we release these tapes? And that's when finally MJ agreed to it with Netflix and ESPN. So they, we, these tapes existed forever. So Scotty, like, what did you really have an issue with? And I don't, so, so to your point where it's like, when he says, oh, well, he wants to prove to people that he was better than LeBron, he was bigger than LeBron. Yeah, no bleep. You want to know why I say that? You have kids today who watch Inside the NBA that they're like, oh, Shaq, that's the guy from the general commercials. Oh, Charles Barkley, that's the guy from Subway commercials. They don't, they don't even know like how great they were at basketball. But this is always fascinating to me with that when people say that because when we were growing up, I still knew that Bill Russell was that dude that Larry Bird was that dude. And I've never seen either one of them play like that. I still knew Isaiah was that dude. And I'd never seen Isaiah play but like see, that. I think, do you think that's the lore? Like, that's the that's like the lore of Isaiah. It's the lore of Larry Bird. It's but like, don't these new, like, doesn't Michael and Scotty and who else was playing? I'm not saying Carmelo, but um, don't the dudes that were playing in that 90s, 2000s era with the young kids who might not have seen them play, don't they still deserve get that respect? I think there's a difference in there's a difference in watching clips on YouTube, which I think a lot of kids are doing. And I say kids very like loosely because I think it was Kate Cunningham or Anthony Edwards or Jalen Green was one of those guys who's 19, 20 years old and said, "Oh, I can see why people liked MJ, but I'm still taking LeBron as the greatest of all time." Now, for me. It's different watching, if I'm a you know 19-year-old, it's different from me watching MJ hit Byron Scott with that crossover, shoot, swish, hold the pose, and being like, okay, that was a cool move, versus versus Curtis Sheen, who remembers watching that live as a child, being like, oh my God, what did Michael Jordan just do? Let me ask this, because, all right, let me switch to a different sport. Baseball, yeah. I still feel like Hank Aaron was the greatest baseball player, and I've never seen him play. That's different. Baseball is so much different, though, than basketball. But it's still like, who was the greatest ever put on that uniform in that sport? And LeBron, I even, if I'm trying to, if I was 19, I've seen LeBron play, and I haven't seen Jordan play. LeBron's lost multiple finals, and he's ha- always had somebody with him. Michael had Scotty, who was a great player, but it was mostly Mike that was doing all of that, right? So I mean, but that's the thing is like when you even if I was a nineteen-year-old kid, I would still go, oh, like even though I've seen him. And this is where it gets convoluted, and this is why I hate the goat question so much because like, why is Kareem on that conversation? Bill Russell, like all that stuff. To me, it's like you like who you like. Like my thing is like I still think Michael Jeffrey Jordan's the best basketball player of all time. That's how I feel. I think Kobe's a before LeBron. Yeah, that's how you feel. Cool. I don't care about top fives. Go for it. But no, my, no, no, I just mean no, like no, no, I, I, no, I'm just saying with anyone who does it in general. But my biggest thing is when you look at LeBron, it gets so diluted with like everyone wants to nitpick every argument about him, and everyone wants to yeah, go back true. and like nitpick everything about Jordan. So that's the tough part. I, I just think if you're, uh, I'm trying to. If I was 19, and even if I didn't see Mike or Kobe really play like that. 
and if you're a basketball fan, you would have to study the sport and go, well, look at what each individual de- did with their given teams. And LeBron des- deserves a lot of credit. But I'm looking at Kobe and Jordan do it with, like, they were the dudes. And LeBron's always had somebody. But see, for me, it's like, I think the biggest thing is with LeBron, and this is the last thing I'll talk about with this topic because I know it's been something that people have done all the time. When you look at Jordan, like, who led in the finals? Like, let's just look at finals. Who led the Bulls in rebounding? Was it Jordan? Rodman. It was Rodman. But who led the Cavs? It was LeBron. Okay, did Jordan lock up the opponent's best player? Or was it Scotty? Or was it Ron Harper? Or was Jordan it... Jordan made a lot of all defensive teams. He did. I'm just talking about final series, like, just, like, finals. I'm just saying the Bulls were a more complete team. They're one of the greatest teams ever. Like, you don't just win 72 games I, I agree with, with that. one dude. Right. So with LeBron, I think the perception of LeBron is, like, he's doing everything versus MJ, who's like, no, you got squat. That's why when they said, like, oh, the 73 and 9 Warriors could beat the 72 and 10 Bulls, it's like, with what team? Like, with, right. like for real, for real, like, with what team? Like, Draymond Green, I like him. I love his passion. I love his fury. Who you, no. Who you guarding? Like, 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 Steph, who you guarding? Clay, who you guarding? Doesn't, isn't, doesn't Clay guard the... Okay, Clay's on Jordan. Oh. Okay, so, okay, okay, so Clay's on Jordan. Draymond, you got Rodman? Oh, that's and a tough matchup. And Steph, you got... <laughs> that, that would be <laughs> if, if... I always think about this. If we could, like, create a matchup like that where, like, I don't know how you would do it, like, holographs or some shit. Just to see that 96 Bulls team versus that 73-9 and nine Golden State team, that would be a hell of a... Who's guarding 22, Coach? Oof, I guess Iguodala. I mean, that, that would be a fun series to watch. <laughs> like you said, like, I'm like, Iggy and Clay would do just fine like on the defensive end. But I'm like, Steph, like, mm, I can't see him matching up with anybody and playing well. Now, if you add KD, that's a different story. Yeah. But no, um, the one thing I will say is the NBA, I love these debates. The NBA has been great so far. I do hope that we have less injuries. And I do hope, again, I'm a big market guy, you know, second largest market in the country, L.A., but I do like it when big teams do well. I do like it when yeah. New York, Chicago, L.A., Philly, Atlanta. Like, I love when all of them do well. So hopefully, I'll throw Phoenix in there, too. I like to see the Suns do well, even Phoenix with this, there. I mean, this crap. investigation they got going on now. Yeah, but like the, yeah, with all that crap going on. But like the Devin Bookers and stuff like that, I do find that kind of cool. And I wish Orlando was good. I, I like Orlando. Yeah. Um, so the one story that caught my eye was CNN did a story. Brianna Kellyer did a story. This is not a serious topic. Well, no, no, this is. So she was interviewing um, uh, a family that was talking about Biden's inflation. And they said uh, a gallon of milk was once one ninety nine, Now it's two seventy nine. When you buy 12 gallons of milk, <laughs> when you buy 12 gallons of milk times four weeks, that's a lot of money. So these people are buying 12 gallons of milk a week. And I want to come out here and roast people and be like, well, duh, of course, we get that. But then there was a follow-up that they're actually foster parents. So they're, are they help foster kids? So they're actually not just buying milk for themselves. They're actually buying milk for other people. So just wanted to uh, to clear that. Because I thought I was going to roast them. That was going to be funny. That was going to be hilarious. But <laughs> can't do it now. Can't do yeah, it Yeah, you now. can't do that. Um, but uh, Nick... Always a pleasure having anything else you want to get off your chest. Oh, we're, we're in no, no, no. I want, you, I want, we got you. I want unfiltered Nick. This is all the sports topics are done. 
All the serious stuff is done. Nick, you tell me what you got going on in your life. All right, look. I'm going to say this. Hollywood, California, whatever the fuck you want to call yourself, you got to clean that street up. It smells like shit. There's no reason people should be walking from the Hollywood Bowl and smelling absolute ass when they have to leave the Hollywood Bowl. That's dirty as fuck. I used to think Hollywood was like a beautiful place before I moved to L.A. It is not. You have to like cover your nose when you walk in across that. What else I got? Uh, businesses, don't don't burn out your, your workers, man. These people work hard for you. Uh, appreciate them and love them. Just don't be like, you know, we can find somebody else if you're unhappy. Fuck that. The people are here doing a good job for your company. Treat them with respect and love them and give them things that, you know, that can help them in the future. What else we got? Um, <laughs> kids, 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 kids. Stop putting up dumb shit on your Instagram after you just came straight from jail. <laughs> like, come on now. You just came from jail. Don't post your fucking watch that you just robbed from somebody on your IG so you can go right back to jail. That huh. doesn't make sense. That is that is interesting. Um, women, women, just keep doing what you're doing. You little beautiful creatures. Women, make um, Nick buy you Mexican food. That's <laughs> not happening. Uh, what else we got? Uh, thank you for the shrooms, God. I appreciate those. Oh my gosh, LeBron, okay. you're breaking down. I don't know what's happening to you, LeBron. You, I guess you're getting older, but that's that's just. What happens in life? Um, shout out to my principal in high school who believed in me. Uh, <laughs> uh, shout out to my baseball coach after when he was roasting all of the high school baseball players, talking about their moms ain't shit. He was a funny dude. Uh, okay. Also, if you drink, if you drink and you go to a suite in a football game, please bring gum. Your breath stinks. Okay. All right. Well. <laughs> That was Nick's rant. Uh, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Uh, Nick, do you want people to find you on social media? Nah, you just gotta believe in me. And that's it. Okay. Uh, you guys can follow this show on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, at the Eros Podcast. That's T-H-E. Oh, Ali Gunna Shoshire, you, you need to be fired. Oh, okay, that's in you, there too. I don't uh, think you know who that the is. The Eros Podcast, T-H-E-E-R-O-S uh, Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. You can find me at Chillin' with Kurt. Yes, it should be Chillin' with Kurt. Oh, yeah, but. women, don't flirt with me or other men and then also have boyfriends at the same time. That's boring. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> they might be looking for a cuddle, buddy. It's cuffing season. You cannot flirt with me and then be talking about your boyfriends at the same time. Fucked up. Oh, that is hilarious. Um, Well, that, <laughs> that's going to do it for us. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you like, download, and subscribe, uh, share. And, of course, like if you have any comments, uh, please let us know. We would be glad to talk about it. Uh, until then, Nick, I say this all the time, get vaccinated. Oh, yeah, get vaccinated. <laughs>